yeah, I don't want to go to jail for anything. I'm much too, like, weak. And you're pretty. You are listening to the Stand Up Dads Podcast. This is Hecabor. Yeah, it is. Let's try again. I got to see uh, my my niece Vivian yesterday, mm-hmm. and I went to her like high school graduation a couple of weeks back, and she's like, you know, wants to get out of the house for the summer and stuff. So I took her to lunch, and then she got to come see the house. And I'm showing her the house, and there's Olivia's room, you know, our room, the office, and an extra room. Mm-hmm. She goes, "What's this room for?" I'm like, uh, "Oh, that's gonna be the nursery." And and not being funny, not messing with me or nothing. She goes, nursery? And she goes, are you guys going to try to have a baby? I go, yeah. And she goes, uncle, you're so old. And I'm like, thanks a lot, baby. And she goes, no, really? Like, like you'll be dead when they're like 10. I go, I'm going to be dead in 10 years? <laughs> what do you know? That? And she's like, well, you know what I mean. She's like, she's like you're just going to be like the oldest dad i'm like yes i i i, I get it i get it ollie not ollie you get a yeah. baby and you know like dude <laughs> you remember though when we were fresh out of high school anyone over 40 may as well be in depends oh on using a walker yeah it was like how can you tell me that my life is absolutely over and i'm at the end of my life without telling me i'm at the end of my that's life how. and that's exactly how it was her face was just like but you're almost dead you are <laughs> and that's how we start this is stand up dads this is rob and mike what a great way to celebrate uh, hope you guys all had a good father's day yeah i wonder how many father's days i have left in me uh, <laughs> Apparently more than you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess I've been told that yeah, I've got 10 more. <laughs> God. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, like I said, it was Father's Day last week. My buddy John sent me an email called, let's see, The Best Lessons We Learned From Our Dads. And yeah. this has nothing to do with what we're talking about this week, but I thought some of it was pretty cool. <laughs> Dad lesson number one, if you get in a group fight, go after the guy wearing flip-flops. <laughs> There's a decent chance he has not prepared himself for battle. That's a good one. <laughs> or he's a fucking martial arts master and you're going to eat meals through a straw forever. <laughs> he's going to beat you to death with the sandal. And like, oh, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> I don't want my kid to get in fights, but apparently he holds his own. That's pretty good. I'm trying to figure out, because he's the smallest kid in the class. Um, and I'm trying to figure out a way to tell him without telling him that there's no such thing as a fair fight. Because <laughs> there isn't. You I fucking like do what you how, need to do. How do I tell him without telling him? And get the fuck out. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Dad lesson number two. If you want to teach a kid to catch a baseball, throw it at their head every time. <laughs> <laughs> if you think about it, it would work. <laughs> or it might might make him just want to play chess. <laughs> yeah, dad keeps nailing me in the head with the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Dad lesson number three. If you buy a big new TV, put the box in your neighbor's trash so so, so they'll get robbed instead of you. <laughs> That's a fucking asshole move. Okay. Hey, assholes. How about you just cut the box up into little pieces? <laughs> okay. Let's see. Dad lesson number four. If you make a small mistake at work, be honest and tell your boss about it. That way, when you make a big mistake, your boss will remember you're the honest one and blame someone else. <laughs> I think that's such bullshit. My thing is, it would just mark you as like, oh yeah, that guy fucks it's up. It's that guy. Yeah, no, yeah. it makes you, it would make you the one that's that like, make yeah, you, target. you know that guy, he does it all the time. Yeah. yeah. My thing is just shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Which brings us to lesson number five. And this is 
totally misogynistic and fucked up and I do not stand for it. Well, but if you get in a, into an accident with a female driver, it is best to say as little as possible when the cops arrive. It's not right, but if you're the quiet one, they will believe your story. Oh, man. Well, why does it have to be female? That's yeah, why I yeah. said it. It's just in general. And the thing is, could... but in general, yeah, don't talk to the cops. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it, but... Especially if the other person's like hella angry. Yeah, and then you can be like, yeah, they're they're just look at look at what they're doing. <laughs> I don't know. I think we've seen enough stuff with cops to see that mm-hmm. if you you know if they try to make it like, oh yeah, we're working with you, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh well, you're getting charged, and it's like, but what the yeah 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 okay, so that's that, and that was from a website called Bird Dogs. I know nothing about it. I just got okay. the thing. I guess you signed up for a thing. This week we're talking about the nightmare of getting your kids to sleep. <laughs> Lately, okay, so it's the middle of summertime. Actually, summer first day of summer was yesterday. Yeah. It's really hard to convince the kid that he needs to go to bed when it's still daylight out. Well, what time do you you guys do an earlier bedtime? Well, Kim claims that he has a 7.30 bedtime. He has never seen a 7.30 bedtime. But 7.30 is like, I thought that's like like a toddler would get 7.30 or something. She still thinks he's a toddler, I think, sometimes. He's going to be like 17. I I don't want to go to bed at 7.30. It's more like 8.30. Okay. But we start winding him down at 7.30. Yeah. It's like, okay, turn off the iPad, you know, just let's mellow out. You You guys don't change it for the summer at all? Like... Well, he's been doing summer school, so he's had to get up early. So, yeah, well, that's on him then. That's a good way to learn it. Yeah, yeah, you could be up late, but you're in school still. Quit fucking up. Yeah, that's a nice subtle, subtle thing. Yeah, but yeah, it really sucks in summertime. I mean, he's not, it's not so bad when it's dark at seven o'clock because he's just like, okay, it's bedtime. But yeah, when he sees kids still playing outside and it's like nine at night, you're like, shit. Yeah, you remember Kevin James, the guy from uh, yeah. Queens? He's got a clip about putting the kid to sleep, and here it is. Putting kids to sleep is an art form, right? It is just, do you do it? Are you the one? Yeah. Because mothers, they're fantastic. I don't know what it is. It's just they're motherly. That's what it is. Like, it's right there. Like, my wife, she number one. She's so good at it because she wants to be there. That's the thing. By the way, when she... That's bullshit. <laughs> She gets there, they feel comfortable, and when they're comfortable, they relax, and they go to sleep. She's out of there like eight minutes later. Glitter shoots out the door, everybody's sleeping. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'll get the call like a relief pitcher. That's, honey, yeah? Could you do me a favor? Yeah, what's up? Just watching a game, tied up, 11th. Yeah, right, that's Could you put the girls sense. to sleep tonight? Could you do me a favor? <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, you, you want me to do it? Yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. Could you do that tonight, please? Um, yeah, no, I want to do it. I so want to do it. Uh, tonight, should I put them tonight? Yeah, they sleep every night. That's how it works. Yeah. Okay, no, yeah, I'll do it right now. I'm going to go. I'm going. And we go. But I don't want to be there. I'm not thinking how much I love them. I'm thinking how quickly do I get these animals to sleep and get back to the game. <laughs> But that's the problem, because when you go in there and you're anxious and you've got a plan on being somewhere else and getting out of there, kids are like wolves. They can sense <laughs> when you don't want to be there. First of all, they look at you funny because you're not the regular. They're just kind of like... <laughs> I get nervous right away. I feel like a narc wearing a wire all of a sudden. <laughs> Nothing. I just want to go to sleep. Let's go to sleep. Who wants to sleep with daddy? You just got to lay there. That's all. It's a waiting game. That's all it is. It's who can outweigh the other party? That's who wins the putting to sleep war and sometimes you win you know sometimes you wait there long enough they'll fall asleep you go back and watch the game other nights it's four o'clock in the morning yeah you fell asleep they're up putting toothpaste in a light socket yeah, that's me 
I lost that one. You lost. Just chalk it up to a loss. It's fine. <laughs> but don't engage with them. You cannot engage with them because their goal is to stay up forever. That's what they want to do. That's, and they're very good at it. They're professionals. So don't talk to them. Just lay down there and just shut your eyes and just don't talk. Don't engage with them because they're going to try. They're going to be like, Daddy. You're like, no, please don't. No, 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 Daddy. We're going to sleep now. Everybody's sleep time. Daddy, I love you. You shut up. You don't love me. Shut <laughs> up. And when you think they're asleep, do me a favor, add 25 minutes to let that cement dry, because that is the difference between a rookie and a champion right there. <laughs> and don't ever peek to check if they're asleep, because I promise you one of them's gonna be standing over you like a velociraptor, just kind of. <laughs> she will sense the heat in your eyelids and raises. She will elbow her sister, boom, you just press reset and add it six hours to your night. <laughs> And even if you do get them to sleep, the dismount from the bed... Yeah, that's where they wake up right away. Where are you going? That is the most crucial move of the evening. You can undo all your hard work with a sloppy dismount because it's like a human game of pickup sticks. You gotta move your body parts without moving any of theirs. You gotta get out of the bed. And I'm big, so when I roll to one side of the mattress, they come tumbling into the vortex. <laughs> Everybody's awake. Starting from scratch. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> I think there's some truth to that because Kim usually puts someone to bed. Yeah. And she does it by choice because I'm like, I get him. She's like, no, I got it. Right. But then he doesn't like it when I have to put him to bed. Like last night she was out. She'll spend a bunch of time with him and she'll be in there for like an hour. Yeah. And with me, it's like, okay, Jamie's on, brush your teeth. And we go. It's like, all right, let's read some. And Okay. Have a good night. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll just bring my Kindle in there and I'll just read in the dark and just wait for him to sleep. So it's boring as shit for him. I'm boring, but I'm consistent. Yeah. Melissa's never had a trouble getting Oli to sleep. Like but you have. Oh my God. So it'd always be like, well, at my house, I don't have that problem. Mm -hmm. and, and Oli would be like, well, and it, it makes it even worse because it would be like, well, yeah, because, um, you know, mama's, but she's going to get mad and mm -hmm. she's going to, I can't talk. And it's like, so you're basically saying it's because I'm weak and you can keep talking mm -hmm. to me and keep trying to get, it's like, yeah, okay. absolutely. It's like, oh. Getting outsmarted by a six-year-old. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, your yeah. brother-in-law had an interesting take on yeah. that time. God, he's such an avid reader. Mm -hmm. And he said when he was kind of around now, like now would be the time to start doing it, middle school or whatever, mm -hmm. like where old he's at, his mom said, your bedtime, I forget what it was, maybe like nine. Mm -hmm. But you can stay up as late as you want if you're reading. Mm -hmm. So he would he would stay up till like midnight reading every night and get up, you know, and as long as he could still get up. Like yeah. if that happened, then it would stop. But yeah, he said it was like the best thing yeah. ever because he felt like, like, oh, I'm getting around it. Yeah. But she was actually just getting like, him to uh -huh. read a ton, yeah. you know. So that's one we're talking about doing because, you know, right now, and especially summer, you know, Oli's getting to either be on, you know, her computer and, you know, like, uh, or watching a show or something. And it's like, I'd rather start pushing that, you know, yeah. that you're reading. You know, you got all these books you need to catch up on that you've got. And you're always complaining that you don't have time. But, and, you know, and now, like, at 11 and a half, and with Annie's help, Annie's help, it's a, lot, a bit easier. <laughs> but she still stalls. We'll get into this. Okay, good. Our kids are older, so we don't have to worry about, you know, the whole sleep training stuff. Oh, yeah. 
We went through that though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you have a kid under one, you know, you poor bastard. Uh, there's uh, <laughs> apparently there's a few different sleep training options. I don't remember doing any of this stuff. You know, I think it's like how you block out traumatic incidents. Well, we I remember specifically reading a book about letting them be able to sleep the whole night. Mm-hmm. And we'd have the baby monitor and I'd sit like outside the door because they'd wake, she'd wake up and cry. And then you'd read the book and be like, you got to let him see, try to go back to sleep. Mm-hmm. So you'd sit there and make sure and she'd fall back asleep. And it's like, you know, you do that for a month or two and they eventually she sleeps the whole time, you yeah. know. But it was hard because I could totally see if I didn't read that book, I would have got her up every time. Like, oh, my God, what's wrong? Oh, my God, what's wrong? And then she would have just been used to. And you'd still be dealing with it right now. Yeah. Well, there's links to these articles. We're just going to skim over it. But what's the right age for sleep training? Somewhere between four to six months. Yeah. Because they say that's when babies are developmentally ready to learn the skill of falling asleep on their own. And they're not starving anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You don't yeah, have to worry about You can't about do them. that. Yeah. Like, you better sleep the night when they're like, I need Three food weeks. every yeah. two weeks, two hours. We don't know why your kid's not gaining I'm weight. Down. You're killing me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, before we start any of this, reading the stuff now. This stuff makes sense, but when you're in the middle of it, oh, it's, there's no fucking logic. You're like, what? Do I let them cry? Do I pick them up? Do I? Because you're hearing everything from everybody. And I messed up. Yeah, that we only was around three, three and a half, and she started fighting sleep, and we had to do a thing where it was like a few days in a row of just like, like hours where you'd have to like she'd come out of her room crying and storming mm-hmm. out. You'd have to like walk her back in, put mm-hmm. her in the bed walk out shut the door she'd come out do it and we did it so much that i started to i was i was buckling like we're torturing her this is no. gonna be and in, in hindsight i look like a fool because she eventually cracked and yeah. then it never happened again yeah. but you have to reach She's that torturing point. yourself and i thought yeah i'm like oh we're doing lasting damage you know and it's like no I had to break her of it because it was like a battle of the wills you know she was mm-hmm. like i am not going to bed and well, but, yes, yeah. we are doing lasting damage to our kids every day, <laughs> but not necessarily for that reason. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. The first one was, uh, they call it the Ferber method, the graduated extinction. What the f- that just, What's that? Well, pretty much it's uh, put your kid to bed in their crib, leave the room, wait for a little bit, then go back in and reassure them and kind of give them a little pat. Mom's here. Mom loves you or whatever. And then it says to continue to leave and check on them. Increasing the amount of times between visits. Huh. So this is kind of like what you did when you were waiting outside. Yeah, but I I know we didn't go in randomly like that. Like like. Well, I they're doing it we... like at timed intervals. Oh. Let's see. The other one they call it extinction or cry it out. That's the one where. Yeah. Yeah. They say you might get a lot of crying for two or three nights, but then every night it gets a little bit less and less. That to me, I just can't fucking do. But that's what we had to do. Yeah. yeah. I know. Only at two different times though. Like. When she was little, it wasn't as bad when she was like the baby yeah. because it was more like you're waiting outside. And it, as a baby, it would be like that crying might last, you know, five minutes. Yeah. And then, oh, they yeah. went back to sleep. Okay, it wasn't a real thing. But the other one, the, yeah. around three, three and a half, that was brutal because that was like, you know, an hour and a half of making her go back and doing it until she eventually like just yeah. stopped doing it and slept. Well, they talk about terrible twos. I totally don't think that's a thing. I think three is when my kid turned into a complete asshole. That's exactly what yeah. happened with he us. He was wonderful at two. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. She had hers at three. Yeah. 
So if you have a kid that's two and you're like, ah, oh, this is great. It's not so bad. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I know, I know I felt kind of like, well, we didn't have that problem. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, damn it. Yep. Yeah. The next one's the chair method. This is really gradual. This is one I'd probably be more into. The chair method? Is that like putting the chair against the, the door so they can't get out? Yeah. No. <laughs> Instead of leaving the room, you sit in a chair next to the crib. When they fall asleep, leave the room. When they wake up, sit back down in the chair until they fall back asleep. And then every few nights, move the chair further and further away until you're out of the room. Oh, that makes sense. This is kind of what I did with mine, except I didn't sit in a chair. I just, he had this big panther stuffed animal. Yeah. And I would kind of lay down with him on that. Yeah. It worked eventually, but that's the one that takes the longest, they say. And that's the one too, like, I agree with that. Kevin James clip because even now there's times where Oli like if we watch some scary stuff and, oh, yeah. and our our room's upstairs and she's on downstairs and across the house it's like just just lay by me for a minute so like I'm laying on top like on the side just like okay go to sleep and then it's 4 a.m. Mm. and I'm like damn it and, <laughs> <laughs> and and then Annie's like <laughs> she's like why do you even do that yet? and every time she's like that's gonna happen I'm like it is not and I'll yeah, sit there is. like, it's not going <laughs> to. Yeah. Especially if Kiki comes running up and lays on my chest or something, then I'm out. Like, yeah. <laughs> the rest of these, it just seems like, like there's one called pick up, put down, and shush pat. This just sounds like what you do normally when you don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know shush, what shush, to do. Shush. Then there's a bedtime routine fading, a bedtime hour fading. Pretty much what they're doing with a fading is like you adjust the time a little bit to where... You kind of got to keep track because like say, okay, we'll say 730 is the bedtime and you realize they don't actually fall asleep till eight o'clock. Yeah. So you figure eight o'clock is their natural bedtime. So if you want them to go to bed earlier, you try and start the routine 15 minutes earlier. You don't do it like an hour earlier, but you do it a little bit and you just kind of fade into the new one. Yeah. They're going to get through it one way or another. Yeah. You know, but if you run to these, you know, every time they make a noise, you run in, wake them up and no, comfort that's them. The that's thing. the worst thing you can do. Yeah. So you were talking about Olivia stalling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So she'll, <laughs> we brought it up to her. We were like, you know, you clearly stall. And she's like, how? It's basically like, how dare you? I absolutely do not do that. I do not. I do this. And we're like, you're currently stalling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it is like, do you see? There's no way to win with you guys. It's like, no. You're like, just go. Like, right now. This minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the more you're talking, but, 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 you're proving but, but, but. what we're... It's like, you know, like, ridiculous. It's like, now more than when she was little will be like the, I, I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm thirsty. It's like, you're hungry now. Like, you need to go to bed. Well, she <laughs> used to be able to outsmart you when it was just you two. Now you have yeah. Annie there with you to back you up. So yeah. she can't get away with that shit. Yeah, yeah. It makes it way harder. Well, it's like, Annie's like, I'm yeah. hungry, Daddy. You know what? Me too. Let's go grab a bite. I would do that all the time. <laughs> all the time. Like, that makes sense. Yeah. You know. Let's have a bowl of cereal before we go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. It's like, and then you'll hear Michael. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay, she's go like, to bed. She's totally just doing that. It's like, no, she's not. She could be. Oh, she is. <laughs> she's like, God damn it. Yeah, that would always happen. It would be like, why not? Like, especially like, when I remember those times would be like summer, 1130 at night. You know what would be good right now? A donut. You're right. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Let's Fucking go to donut. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? That sounds amazing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
how are we on the same wavelength? You must be my kid. <laughs> well, for those of you that are exasperated with the kid, you know, trying to get him to bed, <laughs> have you heard the book, Go the Fuck to Sleep? Mm-hmm. That one's yeah. hilarious. Made for parents. Yeah. Well, there's an audio book with Samuel L. Jackson <laughs> doing the uh, voiceover. I can't play the whole thing because there'd yeah. be some huge infringements, but there yeah. was an interview with him where he's talking about it. And here's part of it. And I remember all those times when I did read to my daughter when she was that age. And everybody tells you reading stories will put kids to sleep, but it never works. It didn't in my house. Actually, if I picked her up and made up a story, it worked a lot better. But um, I did say go to fuck to sleep to her a lot. (laughs) And I think at some point she would look at me when I would come in her room and she would look at me and say, go to fuck to sleep, daddy. And I would say, yeah, go to fuck to sleep. I just love how matter of fact it's like, yep. No, it's good to make sleep. But just to give you an idea. I'm so happy about it. I know. Yeah. Can I go to fuck to sleep now, daddy? Mm -hmm. Just to give you an idea how the book goes, like this is the first stanza where it sounds all hopeful. The cats nestle close to their kittens. The lambs have laid down with the sheep. You're cozy and warm in your bed, my dear. Please go the fuck to sleep. Because <laughs> we've all been there where you're begging and pleading. <sighs> yeah. And yeah. Then, well, and then towards the end, this is how it devolves. The giant pangolins of Madagascar are snoozing. As I lie here and openly weep, <laughs> sure, fine, whatever, I'll bring you some milk. Who the fuck cares? You're not going to sleep. <laughs> we have all been there. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So here's some stuff where it's just like some tips to get the kids to sleep. Again, our links are in the show notes. One of the big things is structure because the kids will benefit from it. It's like always pajamas, toothbrush, whatever you do, you know, book and all that. Yeah. If you're consistent, the kid will actually develop some self-control and be able to do shit like that, which is great establish a bedtime so if you do it at the same time every day guess what they're gonna start feeling sleepy around the same time yeah and they talk about plan an hour of quiet time before you're ready to get them to bed yeah i think that's the biggest challenge yeah trying to give them a ramp down time has been a bigger deal to be like you know mother shit going on yeah like do your homework we're signing him up for soccer this year so he's gonna have to do wow that's cool well yeah but it's just gonna fuck up the routine yeah does he get a choice? I think my biggest mistake was giving choices to Holy instead of getting him, just making her do stuff, you know, like, because sports-wise right now, she's just like. No, we just said him. You're going to do this. He didn't want to do it, but okay. now as he's talking, to he met, so Kim took him to the park a week or two ago, and he yeah. met up with some other kids, and I guess one of those kids plays soccer, and he had fun with them, so he was like, okay, maybe this isn't so bad. Oh, cool, okay. And then they also talk about don't dwell on the misbehavior from the previous night. And this part disturbed me. Don't use the bedroom as a place of punishment or timeout. So your child doesn't associate the bedroom with negative behavior. This is the part that freaked me out. Also, never lock your child in his or her bedroom. This can be considered more of a punishment by a child or even scare them. What the fuck's doing this? I know. What the hell? That's so messed up. Yeah. Don't do that. (laughs) Yeah. You shouldn't even really consider that. Yeah. Yeah. Set a wake up time. You clearly lock them in the shed. <laughs> yeah, no shit. So no. you can't hear the screams. Don't do that either. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
set a wake up time because if they're waking up at the same time every day, they have to get a certain amount of sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, talks about the consistent bedtime routine. Turn off screens at least two hours before bedtime, according to these guys. I think that's smart. Well, or just turn them off all the time. And <sighs> reduce stress before bedtime. How fucking stressed is a three-year-old? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Create a sleep-inducing environment. You know, dark shades. Yeah, that is helpful to have, like, the blackout shades. Yeah, keep it cool, because... Yesterday, I think it's been triple digits here. Yeah, and I didn't realize, like, one of the times I did go in there to be like, okay, I'll lay by you. I was like, mm-hmm. because, you know, ours is up, our room is upstairs. That gets hot. It has its own, like, AC mm-hmm. unit. And I have the AC running downstairs. But where Oli's room is, I'm like, Jesus, this is hot <laughs> in oh. here. So I'm like, I realized what she was doing was... She didn't realize she could leave the fan running and turn the light off with the switch with the oh, light yeah, up there. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, you got to keep this fan running, yeah. and that's gonna yeah. it makes it better. Then they then it cooled it off with the AC. That but helps. Yeah, if you don't have the fan, that AC is not enough. Yeah, I could totally see it. Where I was like, no, well, this is why you're having trouble. It's yeah. freaking hot in here, and I wouldn't have ex- really expected it. You know. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Help alleviate fears. Like if they think there's monsters under the bed, stuff like that. I fucked this up. This is years ago. Uh, I actually wrote about it in a blog on our site. We were playing hotel at the house. And what he did is he took post-it notes and put room numbers on all the doors in the house. And we were just taking turns, like checking people in and all this. He used the, it was nice creative play. You know, he was using the bathroom as the elevator and okay, you do it, daddy. And like, okay, you're the guest. And I was showing him around. I was like, okay, you can pick any room you want. Although this room, you may not want to go in. It's nothing bad, but Stanley the ghost lives in here. <laughs> and whatever you do, don't look at his left ear. <laughs> Something like that. And he's like, what? <laughs> and it, of course, it was his fucking room that I said that about. <laughs> and then what happens suddenly, if you look at his left ear? It's like, oh. serious. And fuck, and Kim's like, yeah, this one's on you. You're putting him in the bed the rest of the fucking week. Oh, Stanley, that ghost is in my room. Yeah, so if you're gonna (laughs) do a ghost story, don't make it about their own fucking room. What? (laughs) Let's see, reduce the focus on sleep. They do this thing. I think they do this in the military. Breathe in through your nose for four seconds. Hold for five seconds. Exhale through your mouth for six seconds and repeat. What kid's going to do that, though? Well, like I said, I, my note here is I've done that, and it works for me. I can't get him to focus. No, I, I can't even see that working for me until I was in my 20s or something yeah. to even try it. Because mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, it didn't work. Well, I've caught myself where I get so focused on it, I start to panic. Because <laughs> I'm fucked up. And then finally, speaking of being fucked up, be on the lookout for sleep disorders. If your kid has problems falling asleep, has persistent nightmares, snores, or breathes through their mouth, they might have a sleep disorder. Yeah. When when Oli used to want to sleep by me a lot when we were in the apartment, she had the little twin bed. I'd take the mattress mm-hmm. and put it on my bed so it kind of had a ledge to go up. Mm-hmm. And that's because she kicks. Like, oh, yeah. you'll get kicked right in the head because mm-hmm. she'll turn you'll wake up in the morning she's turned the other way and and kicked you right in the face that's how you wake up for- well and that brings <laughs> up a point of how old till you tell them okay you're not coming into bed anymore yeah because, you know my kid he's nine for years he's always come, he doesn't do it so much anymore but he'll come between me and kim and just sleep in there and then the fucked up is thing is there have been a few times where i wake up with what feels like a string cheese poking me in the back <laughs> oh no <laughs> 
You're like, get out of it. Oh, my God, dude. I can't look my kid in the eye. Get out of it. (laughs) Get your morning wood away from me, you little fucking gross kid. Uh, At least you're healthy, but get out of it. (laughs) There's a point where they're too old. Yeah. I don't know what that point is. Yeah. But I don't know. Then I was wondering, like, exactly how much sleep are are people in general supposed to be getting? Yeah. And I found a thing uh, from the CDC on how much sleep you need. Zero to three months, 14 to 17 hours per day. Wow. Four to 12 months, 12 to 16 hours per 24 hours, including naps. Uh, one to two years, 11 to 14 hours per 24 hours. Three to five, 10 to 13 hours per 24 hours. Six to 12, this is where our kids are. Nine to 12 hours per 24 hours. Yeah. We're nowhere near that. Nowhere near that. 13 to 18, eight to 10 hours. The problem with Oli was like, she used to nap. Maybe to like, I don't know, five or six. Mm-hmm. But then after that, it became just a thing of like, you know, if you send her to go do it, she's just sitting in there staring. Like yeah. she never fell asleep again. So that made it. it hard to get that extra, the full amount. Because mm-hmm. even if you put them to bed early, she just wait for her. She just wait. She's more like I was as a kid where it was like, you're already just mm-hmm. amped and you can wake up and be like, I'm ready. Let's go. Well, I mean, it's tough because, I mean, lately, you know, like I said, it's the middle of summer, 5.30 in the morning, It's it may as well be noon or as bright as it is here. Yeah. So, yeah, my kid, I think maybe he's getting eight hours. He's supposed to be getting uh, nine to 12, and I am being generous with the eight. It's probably more like seven. Yeah. And then for old fucks like us, we're supposed to get seven or more hours a night. <laughs> and I'm, I think I'm averaging like five and a half on a good week. Yeah, I think. Well, yeah, I'm probably somewhere around six. And then let me think. Today, I think I got five because we binged the boys. <laughs> yeah, well, that's gonna happen. Well, <laughs> uh, it's funny because I remember you know talking about the sleep disorders and stuff. I I have to sleep with one of those stupid CPAP things, and in order to get it, I had to do a sleep study. <laughs> and I did it at the place. So they hook you up a lot of these wires and they lock you in a room and they're like, okay, sleep. sleep. Kind of creepy like you're 11 in Stranger Things. Well, <laughs> well, but they want you to sleep flat on your back. I don't sleep on my back. Uh, but I guess that forces you to snore. So that's how they can tell. Uh, but you've got all these fucking wires on you and whatever. So I'm there and it's just like every once in a while you get woken up. Please lay on your back. It's like, fuck, okay. Worst night of sleep you could ever get is in yeah. a sleep study. Yeah. But I'll never forget when uh, it was morning and she came in to wake me up. I mean, she's let me know, hey, I'm coming in. I was looking at the front door and she, at the front door, you know, the door to the room. She opens the door and she goes, so, oh, (laughs) apparently I was farting all night. (laughs) And she walked into a wall of just shit. She's like, my eyes, my eyes, it's on my teeth. I, it's in my mouth. Oh no! I can get this. Mouth. She's like brushing her tongue. I couldn't blame it on anybody else. I mean, it's just me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still embarrassed about that shit. Yeah. So if you're gonna do a sleep study, like take some Beano first or something. Something. I felt bad, but I don't know. That brings us to the bad dad. He's a story about a bad daddy. So this guy. News 12 viewer provides surveillance video of father and daughter accused in Girl Scout cookie scam. Dang. So I don't know what city this is in. Oh, Bronx. So apparently over a dozen more complaints about a father and daughter accused in a Girl Scout cookie scam have been made since News 12's original report on Friday. This came out on June 21st. 
The two have been going door to door in Suffolk County, collecting money for Girl Scout cookies that were never delivered. A lot of people said they forgot about the couple, the pair coming to their door till they saw the story. And this cracks me up. One woman who only wanted to be called Christina, she didn't want her name out there. Yeah. But, you know, for obvious reasons. Yeah. But I saw the video that's associated with it. There's yeah. a link in here. She's okay with being on TV for the interview. <laughs> <laughs> Don't use my real name. <laughs> but here I am. Look at me. <laughs> she says the story caught her eye and she immediately went looking for surveillance video. So she had one of those ring things. Oh. So she got the whole thing. Like you can see the girl. She's like playing around on the porch and the guy in back. He's like, yeah, so uh, yeah, I'll bring a... The cookies May 15th between 3.30 and 5. Who the fuck does that? Yeah. If you're not here, I'll put them over there. So he collected the money for that. The lady, Christina, says the encounter was so believable, she even suggested that their children should have a play date. But she never saw them again. So anyway, they're hoping that the images from the video will help catch the guy because the guy is still running around out there. That's awful. So dads, please stop using your kids to break the fucking law. Yeah. I don't understand that yeah. shit. <laughs> it just kills What a me. great memory to have. I remember my dad used to take me to, yeah. to basically rob people. Well, I don't think the kid had a clue. Cause she's a no. cute little girl. Yeah. She's all playing around and doing little, I don't she know, don't know. They, little she girls, just, like, they playing. just go through a phase where they just like to do pirouettes. Yeah. Shit like that. Yeah. Well, they had a phase of just of doing like handstands and mm-hmm. yeah. Look what Wherever we were at. I'm like, mm-hmm. doesn't that hurt your hands again? Like the concrete. Like, no. hey, doesn't nope. that hurt? Nope. Nope. <laughs> That's how we do it. Yeah. Well, email us. Tell us what you think. The standupdads at gmail.com. Subscribe, rate us, review us, tell a friend. It's how the show grows. If you want to hire someone to draw a picture of a nurse gagging as she walks into a fart-filled <laughs> sleep study room, who would they reach out to? You could reach out to me, Mike Gray, Pencil for Hire. You can go to pencilforhire.com or Pencil for Hire on Instagram. I'd draw that. <laughs> I bet you would. We should do that for and put it on the stand-up dad's page. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Just some lady turning green mm-hmm. while I'm sitting there with a shit-eating grin. <laughs> Maybe you have to do the stuff that they give you before, like a colonoscopy and stuff, like clear yourself out before Hell the sleep yeah. study. <laughs> I'm all for it. So if you're going to need some extra energy to build yourself up to getting your kid to bed, yeah, get our sponsor, Seattle Gummy Company. Their uh, high-energy mocha shots give you all the energy, all the caffeine in a cup of coffee five times faster. And for half the price of what you would spend for a cup of coffee in one of those chain coffee shops. And delicious. And that sounds like a good idea. Maybe I need to do that to try to not. Yeah. You get all the caffeine out. and no jitters. Yeah. I finally remembered what it was I used to say. Uh, Seattle Gummy Company. Stand up, dad, tested, and approved. Get yeah. shit done. Get shit done. Oh, yeah. I forgot to put in. Click the link in the show notes. <laughs> End of the code standupdads15. And get 15% off your order. Please click the link so we get credit for it. Seattle Gummy Company, stand up, dad, tested and approved. Get shit done. And finally, check out my side project, The Gag on This Podcast. That's run by Big Nick. We just recorded with Teresa from the Bad Poets Podcast and had a blast. She was really cool. And we had a good time talking about all sorts of crazy shit. So check that out. I think that's about it. We'll talk to you guys next week. Talk to you next week. Bye. The thing I want to say is thank you all for coming. Bye-bye.